If you're finding yourself having a hard time trusting that God is going to ever really do anything with your business, or if it's not working the way you thought it would up to this point, it's feeling kind of crazy that you're going to keep working on something that's not yielding the results that you expected. And you're finding it harder and harder to really have that faith and trust that God is going to do anything. If that's you in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to really shift your perspective and reignite your faith and trust in God with your business. So stick around. If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to the Mama with the Calling podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to go ahead and let you know about the Black Friday deal that I'm going to be offering you next week because I know there are a million Black Friday emails already coming through. And if you're on my email list, you already heard this, so you can just skip ahead. Um, But I know that you are going to be getting a ton of these. And I also know that you're a business owner and a mom, maybe not a mom, but most of you are moms. And you're serious about this calling. And I don't want you to miss this, but I also know that you have a million things going on right now. So um, my Black Friday offer is going to help you not lose sight of your goal to have a successful online business and really be there for your kids, all while keeping God the center and focus of everything you're doing, both in your business and in your life. So the Black Friday offer that so many have asked me for um, is actually going to be a new Mama with a Calling membership community. I'm really excited about this. I have been mapping out all of the different topics we're going to do, and it is going to be so good. So for the Black Friday offer slash launching of this, this is a founding member price, but you can get in at $15 a month. It will go up later to at least $27 a month, if not more than that. But for, for this offer, it'll be $15 a month. What this is going to do is basically help you get to a place where you are empowered to keep going strong in your business and fortified with God's word, with biblical truth to resist the temptation to quit or to get off course, meaning chasing money or, you know, recognition and things like that. No matter how many trials you face, this group is going to keep you grounded. It's going to keep you focused, right? So you can actually succeed. So in this membership, we're going to have business and life coaching. So I'm going to be coaching I don't know how often yet, at least once a month, but if not more, I really like the coaching model in a membership where I kind of come on and coach you guys through things. You can just get that free coaching. Well, it's not free. It's part of the membership, but get that coaching every week. Obviously, you can always ask questions, Um, but the coaching and the business and life coaching will come from a Christian perspective, right? Where God's word 
that I know is going to be guiding all decisions and advice and things. And it's not going to be full of new age stuff, right? That you would get from other places or, you know, things aren't going to be just worldly focused. I'm not going to be coaching you on how to chase more money or, you know, build up a bigger audience just for the sake of that. We're definitely going to keep in mind of doing what God wants you to do and staying true to that. Also, um, the biggest part of this membership is going to be transforming your mindset to reflect biblical truths. This has been a key in my life, which is just transforming all these different areas that have to do with being an entrepreneur and transforming those to let go of the worldly view of it and really embrace what God has to say about it. So things like money mindset, how you see yourself in imposter syndrome, business principles, things like that. And we're going to do that through monthly trainings, challenges, and action steps every month. You don't have to do those things, but they're definitely going to be available for you. And all the videos and trainings and stuff will be like put into a guide so you can watch those whenever, but they will be there. And so you can, you know, pick the ones that you're interested in and um, really take the time and make those changes in your mindset so that you can succeed in those areas in your business. And the changes that you're going to see are just going to be amazing when you do these. Um, Also, obviously, prayer, learning how to pray for your business, as well as seeking prayer from the group. Prayer is huge, right? And then support and accountability. So knowing that there are women that get what you're going through and can speak life into you as you're going on this journey is priceless. So that's what I've heard from people is that they would love to have the support and accountability of other women doing the same things and being able to just keep getting grounded, to keep coming back to why am I doing this? I'm doing this for God. He's given me a calling. I'm a mom. I'm an entrepreneur, right? All of that stuff. So these mindset shifts that you'll get in this membership are going to give you that constant clarity and peace that you've been wanting so that you can be successful on your journey. And so this is the founding member price with the Black Friday offer. So it's $15 a month, as long as you stay on the group. And there's an action taker bonus because action is the first step towards success. So the first 10 action takers, the first 10 people that buy will get access to the Q1 mastermind group. So I'm going to be offering a monthly mastermind group call. So every month in January, February, March and Q1. And this is where we're going to just get together and we're going to talk about your business. You're going to talk about your business ideas, give us your goals for the quarter in that first month. And then we're going to do every month, talk about your monthly goals and creating a monthly action plan. This is a great way to get feedback on your business and to really talk things out that you're working through, like what your offer should be or, and this really takes your support to the next level because of the accountability and feedback you'll get. So if you're one of those first 10 people to sign up, you will get uh, free access to the Q1 mastermind group, which is normally $197 value. If you're interested in any of this, I don't want you to miss out your chance at the extra support at that extra chance to be in that mastermind. So if you're interested in that, if you want to get on the wait list to hear about this early, so have a chance to buy in early and actually secure one of those 10 spots, in the waitlist and get into the membership early, get on the waitlist by going to momwiththecalling.com slash Black Friday, and you can join there. But just wanted to let you know, regardless, the Black Friday special is going to be happening next week. So on Black Friday to Cyber Monday, like it's supposed to, none of this putting a sale on the whole month of November stuff. <laughs> I just, I, I, maybe I'll do it in the future, but I feel like I don't want to taint the rest of the month. Like, I feel like Black Friday should be on Black Friday. So it is going to be from November 26th to the end of day, November 29th. 
So pull out your calendar, mark that day, it'll be coming, get on my email list so that you can know about it. But if you go back to the momwithacalling.com slash Black Friday, I'm going to convert that page from the wait list to the actual offer. So when it's here, you'll be able to do that as well. All right. I just wanted to make sure you knew that before we get into today's episode so you don't miss it because this is going to be an amazing opportunity to really get that support and accountability and to be able to walk confidently in what God has called you to do. Like I think so many of you are really, really wanting this and I just am excited to see what God's going to do in the group. All right, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so this morning during my quiet time, I had one of those moments where you realize that God is clearly trying to speak to you. So I had read a verse earlier in a quick like little devotional on my phone and you know, I I heard the verse, but it didn't really, the verse itself stuck out to me, but whatever the devotional said didn't really like, (laughs) it didn't speak to me in that way. But I just remember the verse was like, Oh, that's a good verse. And then later I was looking for a podcast to listen to and I turned on a podcast and there it was again. And what was crazy is that podcast is not one that I listen to very often. And I just felt like it was when I was supposed to listen to it. And it was a really good message. And he, and he said it again on that podcast. And when something like that happens, I know that I need to perk up my ears because God is trying to tell me something. So I hope you do the same thing. If that happens, you see it multiple places. It's like, okay, God, this is like a giant arrow. Like, what are you trying to tell me? And I was right. And it was so good. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you what he shared with me because the message is definitely for you as well especially if you're finding yourself having a hard time trusting that God is going to do anything with your business. Like if it's not working like you thought it would up to this point, it feels impossible that it could ever really turn into anything. And you're kind of at the point where you're just wanting to give up on the whole thing or at least thinking about that and wondering like, why should I keep going if it's not working? Like that feels so crazy and counterintuitive to keep working on something that's not yielding the result that you need or want. Okay. So this is for you. Okay. So today this comes from the verse comes from Haggai, which honestly never read Haggai before. Hadn't got there yet. I'm reading through the Bible right now. I've read a lot of it, but not, I haven't read a lot of those little books in the old Testament and it's so good. I'm going to be doing another podcast episode on the first chapter of Haggai, but this actually comes from the second chapter. So I want to give a little bit of a backstory for this passage. So the Jewish people had been in exile, right? And they had returned to the city of Jerusalem to find the city in ruins, both their homes and their temple. And when they finally got a kick in the butt from from God through Haggai to actually start rebuilding the temple, they started to get really discouraged because they had known the former glory of Solomon's temple. So remember Solomon's temple was this immaculate, golden, like the most grand gesture that had ever been done for God's temple. And so here we are in um, Haggai 2, 3 through 4. And this is God speaking to the people that are building the temple. He says, who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How does it look to you now? Doesn't it seem like nothing by comparison? Even so, be strong, Zerubbabel. This is the Lord's declaration. Be strong, Joshua, son of Jehozadak, high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land. This is the Lord's declaration, work, for I am with you, the declaration of the Lord of armies. And then in verses eight through nine, it says, the silver and gold belong to me. This is the declaration of the Lord of armies. The final glory of this house will be greater than the first, says the Lord of armies. I will provide peace in this place, 
This is the declaration of the Lord of armies. So it's like God really wanted it to be clear that he was declaring this. He was speaking this. And I thought like, why did he say that so many times? And I think it's because when he says something, when he declares it to be, then it will be. Like, you don't have to doubt that. If God says this will be, then it will be. If he says their temple is going to be greater than the former, then it will be. Even if they don't believe it, even if they have doubt, because right in front of them is nothing. It's ruin or they're just building the foundation. They're just starting. And compared to what they knew before, it seems like how could it ever be? It feels impossible to them that they could ever make something as amazing as what was there before. And this struck me as a really good analogy for what I know a lot of people do when they become entrepreneurs. They don't fully embrace being an entrepreneur because they're looking at what they had before in their jobs. And I know I did this for the first couple of years. And this is why it struck me so much is because I was like, I have definitely done this. And you might be doing the same thing and not even realize it. I know that I didn't until I, until I read this passage. So what they're doing is they are holding on to the former glory, quote unquote, of what it was like to have that job, that career before. The income was so amazing and so consistent or so it seemed, right? You were well respected and actually had adult conversation. You knew how to do well at your job because you understood the field, the position, the requirements and how to move up and progress and always have that positive feedback at your job because you knew what you were doing. You were trained for it. You were working up the corporate ladder. That's what we're all trained to do right? You're used to that consistency with income, right? And we, when we think about that and we think about all those good things, we forget though in that moment, right? All the things we were missing out on, like being with our kids, doing God's work freely, being ha having the control and freedom of our time, having financial freedom, those things. But when you focus on what you once had and think about all the good things, one, you ignore some of the things that you didn't like, which is why you want to quit in the first place or why you already did. But if you do it like this, if you look at what you once had, you're going to miss what God has for you now and where he's taking you. So when it doesn't look like it's much now, when your business is barely going, you don't see much activity happening, just know and trust that God is going to create something better than before, or he wouldn't have called you to it. If he's called you to do this, if you've heard God tell you that you're going to have a business, you are going to have a business that's going to do big things. It's going to do something. It's going to serve people, make a huge impact on the world for God's glory. Even if it's not like a faith-based business, whatever God is calling you to do, he has a plan in there. Somehow you're going to impact people if you're listening to God and following what he's asking you to do. And I think we forget that sometimes that if he's called us to this, that He's not calling us and then being like, oh, well, and not everybody is called to be an entrepreneur. So one of the first things that you can trust is that it is God calling you. If you have this peace about being an entrepreneur and you just feel this pull toward it, you know that that has to, I mean, that has to be God. There's not other, like a lot of people, a lot of my friends are like, you're doing what? Like, I don't want to have a business. One of my friends says that, says that to me all the time. I keep trying to get her to have a business and she really doesn't want to. That is not where she's led. And that's awesome. She has these, um, she has an amazing job and she loves it. And that's where she's serving, right? So if God's calling you to do this, it's different. It's a calling. And it's going to give you and your family the financial freedom to do even more amazing things in this world for the kingdom. Like if he said it will be, then it will. 
But what about when you're looking at just the foundation, right? It's hard to believe when you don't see much happening yet. When it's the ugly foundation, just like a slab of concrete, you know, it's hard to imagine how it could turn into this amazing building from where it starts, but it can and it will. And in the same way, just because your business isn't thriving and doesn't look like the former glory of the career you once knew, doesn't mean that God isn't at work. It doesn't mean that you did the wrong thing or that it will never come to be. This is where you have to trust God, put your faith in him and believe in what he said to you. He's called you to this and he's promised us that he would give us the Holy Spirit to lead us into truth, that he would be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, meaning that we have a path, right? There's somewhere he's taking you and you just have to trust him. You don't know the way, you don't know where it's going, but you're going to trust him. Like in this passage, God is speaking these words of encouragement to the people because he knows they're discouraged. They have to shift their perspective and focus on what God is creating right now and not what was created before and is now gone. In verse four, God says to work for I am with you. And I love this because it tells us that even though God will create something amazing, we have to work to make it happen. He will use our hands to make it happen, but we have to be willing to work. So this means we can't just sit back and pray or wish for God to make our business into something. We have to be willing to work. We have to meet God right there, right where he has us. Like he said to the Israelites, I am with you. He is with us in our work. He talks about that a ton in the Bible. He will bless the work of your hands. And that doesn't mean to not work, right? You have to work and he will bless that. Obviously, if you have a reason that you can't, like some kind of condition, that's a different story. But if you're able, he's going to bless that work. And we aren't doing this alone, but he's not the one that just going to, like God is not one to just construct buildings or businesses out of nothing. It's not like you pray enough and, you know, poof, a house. While he can create things out of nothing, right? When it comes to things like business or, or buildings, right? We have to show up and work for it or it can't come to pass. It can't exist. So this led me to think about what it means to build a building, which here is our, our analogy for a business. So just follow me here. So you have to lay the foundation and then you have to build each piece and section with precision and care, taking as long as it takes. Like you can't rush these things. Somebody down the road from us is building a house and my son's like, how long does it take to build a house? This is taking forever. And I was like, well, it can only go so fast unless you bring in more people with certain expertise you can't go faster than it takes, right? It's, things just take time. And especially if you've never built a house before, right? It's going to take you even longer. If you go too fast, especially if you're a first time builder, you might miss something crucial. You might have to learn something along the way before you can even move to the next step. You may cause the whole thing to eventually be unstable or crumble, or even if you were managed to build it, it's going to look ugly because it's all crooked. It's not what it's meant to be. It might be functional, but it doesn't come close to looking and functioning like it was intended to be if it had been done well. So often we want to have our businesses grow fast like yesterday. We want to have them up and done and we're making all this money like super fast. And we see the success of those around us online and wonder why aren't we getting tons of people buying our courses or joining our groups or, you know, why aren't we making thousands and thousands of dollars a month? Even if it's replacing your income. I just, this just kind of came to me as I was uh, doing this. I think that when we're in our career and we're making, you know, four or $5,000 a month, let's say, or even two to $3,000 a month, creating that online 
it requires a different input, right? Because when you had a job, you had to put in 40 hours a week. But the reason that company was able to pay you that amount of money is all the work that went in before you, right? They have consistent sales. They have an audience. They have, uh, or like they have customers, let's say. They have a proven product or they wouldn't be hiring you yet. They, they can't, right? Or it's a predictable model. Maybe it's a restaurant or something and they know we're going to offer food. People are going to come in and buy it. But when you have an online business, now you have to learn not only how to work as an entrepreneur, but how to get the customers, how to create the product, all the things, right? It's, it's different. And we think it should happen like that. So this is why quitting your job without having the resources available to support your family is not a good idea if you have no plan in place. Now you can and and figure something out, but it's going to take a while. Like, I just don't, I think sometimes we expect that if we just have faith and jump that God is going to provide for us the next month. And of course, if God's asking you to, then, then obviously do that. But for the most part, we're kind of disillusioned in how God's going to take us. Because just like the temple, right? He had them build it. He didn't just poof, the temple is done. He has them work for it. So often in our businesses, like I said, we want them to grow fast. We want them to be up and, and ready to go. And we see everybody else having all this success. But we forget that they did not start there. They started small. I read this story of how Priscilla Schreier um, started with a prayer group and then she taught at her church and then she moved to bigger conferences and now she's got, you know, TV and books and whatever, all these things. And I was thinking about, you know, somebody in a conference setting and this actually God kind of showed me this a couple of weeks ago, thinking about like, whoa, if God called me to speak on some big stage like Christy Wright or something, I would be terrified because I don't know, I've never done that. Right. And so we have to remember that even though they're doing amazing things, honestly, do you think that they could handle it day one being in front of thousands of people? If they came from their career, like I was a scientist, like literally in the lab. Now, yes, I had to give conferences and talks and things, but it wasn't very often. And actually being a teacher was really nerve wracking. So it's cool to see how God was doing that. I became a teacher and teaching got easier and easier each year. And that made it easier and easier for me to get online and be in front of people. But that's still way different than being in front of a giant audience. And so if you come right out of your career, do you really think that you would be ready for these this, this massive audience, right? Would these people that are speaking on stage, would they have been ready in their mental ability, spiritual ability, or even their speaking ability, right? You improve that over time. The bigger the audience, the more times you speak. The more times you do something, the more times you teach, the more times you create something for people. The first time you do it, you may not do so great. It may take you a long time. It may, you know, it feels kind of clunky, but over time you're like, oh, I got this. So God does the same thing with us in our businesses. It's like the parable of the talents again. I know I mentioned that one a lot, but it's just got so many implications. We always hear that parable in reference to what they did with the money they were given, but I always noticed that they were given different amounts in the first place. And that's because God knows what we can handle, right? He's going to start us exactly where he needs us to be for our success. If you think about the parable of talents, think about how it was five, two, and one. So even though the five and the two, God knew they were going to grow. They were going to expand that. Even though the one 
was going to put it in the dirt all along, God still gave him a chance, right? He still gave him the one just in case. So think about that too. Like, you know, doing good with where God has you, even if it's not at a level you think that you should be. He's starting you out exactly where you need to be for your success. He's got some training to do in your character and preparing your heart and mind to do well at this level before you can go to the next level. So it's like Moses, right? He was being trained to lead all the Israelites when he was a shepherd. I mean, he didn't know that, but God knew that. So he wouldn't have been ready to lead all those people before, like when he first came out of Egypt, he wouldn't have turned around and went back in and then got those people. Or maybe if he hadn't have been a shepherd at all, would he have truly been prepared? So we have these steps that God has to take us on and we need to be faithful with the few that God gives us. Sure, some people might start out with more than others, but that's not your concern, right? We have to trust what God has given us. Know that it's part of the building process and that you are building a foundation. You're building this business that he has you building. Yours is a unique plan. It's unique to you. And everything that you need to learn along the way is going to be up to you. But like if somebody else starts a business, their foundation and their plan is going to look different. And they may come in out of the out of the gate, you know, starting their house, as it were, their business with more knowledge and they are able to build it faster. And that's okay. They're experts at something. But if you're not, it doesn't mean that your house won't be as pretty or, you know, as amazing as their house. You have to focus on yours, your business, right? And just trust that it's a process. And the other thing I want to say is, you know, it's great not to limit God, right? And to dream big and, and that dream may certainly come to pass, but it doesn't mean that you will or should even start there at the big picture, right? So keeping these two things in perspective, I think this is a challenge as entrepreneurs and I think it's amazing that we, if we have this perspective of understanding how God sees things, we can simultaneously hold on to the dream of what he's offering us and what he's said to us and being content where we are right now. Content doesn't mean not moving toward that goal though, right? Content just means I understand that what the season I'm in and where I am right now, the five people that bought my course, any of that, that is God's plan. I'm not failing. God is taking me on a journey and this is part of it. And I'm working toward that bigger picture. Now, trusting where God has you and being willing to trust in his timing doesn't mean simply praying or wishing for it to happen while you sit idly. I mentioned this earlier. This can cause confusion in some people. I know it did me definitely for a season. I just, I I swung the other way, (laughs) spent the pendulum. I went from a hustling season to a, I'm going to have faith and just believe season where I literally thought that I needed to to just pray it into existence. And that's not at all what God wants us to do. Remember, God said work. It's when you take that action toward what God has spoken over you, that you are showing that faith and belief in what he said, right? So faith without works is dead. All throughout the Bible, you'll see examples of real faith is really being when they actually start walking or building or whatever it is, whatever kind of action that they take, even when they can't see what the end is, they don't see it in sight. It looks impossible. All of that, like the Israelites here in Haggai, they're building, even though it feels impossible, they're trusting in God's declaration. And later Jesus would come to this temple and worship. So 
God was true to his word. He said the final glory will be greater than the former. So it didn't look like they'd even expected and it wasn't even in their own time. But that doesn't mean that it failed or that it shouldn't have been done or that if they didn't get to see it, that it would that it that God was lying, basically, right? So you just never know where your business is going and if it will happen in your it could take it could take years, it could take months. It could be something that you pass on to your kids and they see that that vision that God gave you is when it happens. I don't know. You don't know. But the question I heard I heard one time at church, this pastor, it wasn't I was visiting a church, and the pastor said to really figure out if you're doing this for God to actually follow him. And he was looking at, what is it, Hebrews 11, the the faith chapter, where he was talking about, you know, Abraham was told that he would, his descendants would be as numerous as the stars in the sky. But he wasn't going to see that, right? And there are numerous examples in that chapter where it talks about they did something, but they never saw it come to pass. And so would you walk anyway? Would you do the thing anyway? Would you, um, you know, start the business anyway? Even if in your whole lifetime, it never gets to this amazing level. What if it only gets to $5,000 a month and that's it. But then you're, you're, you know, your kids grow up and they come along and they like launch it and does something amazing for them. Or, would you do it if it was never meant to grow big, but it was really meant to inspire others, right? I think about that in my own business. Would I do this business if God provided for my family and I had enough, but knowing that it was feeding into you all? Like I have no clue what God's going to do on the other end of this podcast. And is that enough? That Do you have to see the end result in order to trust God or do you just trust him? without knowing when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. And that's a hard one, right? And I had to get to a place where I was like, yes, I would do it anyway, because being obedient to God is more important than me trying to make it happen the way I think it should happen. So I just want to encourage you, if you're thinking that you've launched something and it failed because only two people bought it, or maybe no one bought it, God isn't finished yet. Even if no one bought it, it's God is still using you because you were obedient. And like I said, you can, I said this in another podcast episode, but you could create a product, launch it and one person buys it or nobody buys it. But maybe you thought it was to launch right now, but God actually had you prepare it because in five months, somebody's going to come across your path and they're going to be the one that needs that course. And that's okay, right? God needed you to do that. So if you're doing as he is leading you, then you are learning to walk in obedience and trusting him. And that's huge. You are building your faith with every action you take that aligns with the word that he gave you, even if you don't see anything happening, being faithful with what he's giving you, trusting where he has you. Don't let a negative pity spiral or shame spiral have you completely miss the lesson that God has for you in this season. He wants to do bigger things with you, but you have to prepare for it first. And he knows that. So trust him. Keep building. Keep laying one brick at a time. Keep moving forward, trusting that God is going to be building something through you, even when you just can't see how it would be. So I hope that encourages you this week and to help you keep your faith strong and to keep God at the center of all you do with your business. This is what we will talk about, this kind of thing where we will have this monthly focus on maybe it's consistency, maybe it's, um, you know, overcoming doubt, different things like that. 
in the membership. So for Black Friday, I'm launching the new Mama with a Calling membership community, $15 a month as the founding member price. And this is the kind of thing that you're going to want to keep coming back to every month. It's not going to be one of those memberships that you join and then you're like, forget about it. Or like, why am I in there? No, this is going to be the thing that is going to keep you focused on your faith build your faith, help you to renew your mind and change the way you see things and the way you perceive business so that you can have peace and clarity in all that you're doing for God. So I hope that, so if you're interested, again, go to momwithacalling.com slash Black Friday, sign up for the wait list there. Or if you're listening to this closer to Black Friday, um, then it will be now the sales page for that. So I hope you have a wonderful week. And in the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawiththecalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.